0: Guess what everyone? It's season two. Thank you so much for being part of the Spillet Journey with me and tuning in to the Spillet Podcast. Spillet is a show where I get to speak to inspirational people and share inspirational stories to connect people together, inspire people, and everybody should be learning something new. Spillet is filmed live every Wednesday at 7pm over on Facebook, YouTube and Twitch. Viewers are able to be part of the conversation by joining in and leaving comments as part of the live streams. For more information on Spillit, to find the links for the live shows, find upcoming episodes and guests to be part of the show, or to support me by joining the official Spillit Patreon or get yourself some merch, head over to the Spillit website at www.spillit.uk. Hello, welcome to another episode of this little show that I like to call Spill It. Spill It is a show where I get to speak to inspirational people and share some inspirational stories to connect people together, inspire others, and help people learn something new. My name is Marcus and I'm going to be keeping you company for the next few minutes whilst we wait for our special guests this evening to come into the Spill It fold into the spill show they're, they're waiting currently in the uh in the green room and they will be out shortly because this is episode 70 there's been 70 episodes that is mad more on that in a minute but this is episode 70 when life gives you lemons and the amazing dave and laura will be joining us at 7 10 p.m so make sure that you stay tuned for that if you haven't checked out the other episodes yet, then you can do all you ever have to do is head over to the Spill it website, www.spillit.uk. And you will be able to see every single episode that we have done here at Spill it with some amazing guests all the way back in season one, back in June 2020, up until now all the links for the spillet podcast are on the website amongst other things as well like links to leaving me a review you know hint hint leave me a review five stars only <laughs> uh, and also you can join the spillet Patreon that's going that's growing more and more as well you can join the spillet Patreon over there and also you'll be able to buy merch all of that and more over on the spillet website. one more time for you that's www.spillet dot uk are you ready because i'm ready it is my time to talk it is tea time ladies and gentlemen (laughs) that is right it is tea time now this is a section where i get to talk my tea I get to spill my tea for all of you lot out there. I get to talk about the things that I want to talk about because my guests get like 30 minutes of talking about whatever they want to talk about. This is my time. I get to talk to you guys about what I want to talk about. Well, this is my tea for today. It's a little bit batty out there, ladies and gentlemen. I found a news article uh, from a couple of days ago, actually. This is uh, from New Zealand. Uh, Hi, people, by the way, who are listening to this on the podcast in New Zealand. I know that you guys have been listening intently uh, to my episodes as well for the last few months. So, welcome to the Spillet community. But this news article was actually found this one, and it is about New Zealand. So, you know, guys in New Zealand, if you are listening to this, make sure you drop me an email and let me know your thoughts about it. You know, was this like a massive news headline for you? <laughs> I think it's absolutely hilarious. Uh, so, New Zealand, the bird of the year. So they have a bird of the year award? which I find is like absolutely crazy. But yeah, bird of the year controversy after the contest is won by a bat. So this year's bird of the year competition, I still can't get over the fact that there's a bird of the year competition, but there you go. This year's bird of the year competition saw an unlikely winner capture voters' hearts. The inclusion of a bat has proven to be a controversial choice, but a success for those pushing to get more attention for the mammal in serious trouble. So a tiny bat made an unexpectedly big impact by winning an annual bird of the year competition in New Zealand. Uh, Yeah. So there's basically a bat in New Zealand who is, so I'm assuming the bird of the year contest, they've opened it up and they've now included bats. I don't know why, because bats aren't birds. You know, they're a completely different species. Uh, But yeah, this bat has now won. It's a long tailed bat. I'm going to put pictures of it, of this bat winning this contest over on my Instagram. So make sure you check that out. It's it underscore markers and the link for my Instagram you can find on the website as well. But yeah, this bat has essentially won this competition of the bird of the year, which I just find mind blowing. Guys, if you have got any comments on this, please let me know. I want to know like what your thoughts are about a bat winning a bird of the year com- competition and also... As I said before, people in New Zealand, if you are listening and you have got uh, you have got opinions on this Bird of the Year competition and a bat winning it,
1: please,
0: please let me know. Drop me an email, marcus at spillit.uk, and I'll read it out on the show uh, as well. But I just think, I think it's absolutely mental. It made my day. As soon as I saw that article, I was like, yes. Yes, Mr. Bat, well done. <laughs> Anyway, that, that was, that was the funniest article I could find. Uh, and it it did literally just make my day. So I had to share it with you guys. And also the website is being updated to have all of my November guests. Now, for those people who don't know what this means, or this might be their first time listening to the podcast or watching the show this evening, essentially what you can do on the website is there's a section on there where you can see what's coming up. So you can see all upcoming episodes for the full month. Yes, that's right. I book my guests in advance. Nobody's just like, you know, winging it and just jumping on whenever they can. Uh, I book my guests months in advance. And essentially what I do is that with the website, I update them week by week. So you can see who is up on the Spillit Show for the full month. So uh, the website's currently being updated. You'll see all of my lineup for November. I can't believe we're in November. That is mental. But you'll be able to see the full lineup of my November guests on the website. And there's also a little button at the bottom where you can click and you can be directed straight to the guests. So whether it be their social media platforms, whether that be their websites, but it's your chance then to be able to connect with the guests. So you'll be able to see the photo of uh, the advert saying, you know, this is who's coming up. You'll see a brief of who they are, what they do and what they're coming on to the Spillage show to talk about. And then underneath there'll be a button that says connect with guests. And you'll be able to click on that, go and speak to the guests that I've got. And that's including some of like the bigger guests that we've had. I mean, you know, For example, last year we spoke to Vinegar Strokes from RuPaul's Drag Race UK. We spoke to Vinegar Strokes and there was a link so you could go straight into her, you could slide right over there into her DMs and you could just ask her any questions. This year, obviously we had Joey Kramer, massive hero of mine, Joey Kramer, uh, from Flight of the Navigator, he, had his little button at the bottom, and it went straight over to his website, and you could connect with him. So, yeah, make sure that you go and check that out. It's on the Spillit website one more time for you. That's www.spillit.uk. And that, ladies and gentlemen, and all of us in between, was my tea for today. <laughs> okay my guests have been patiently waiting in the in the green room ready to come out i've uh, i've seen them bobbing away to the music that was just playing then as well uh you know the the brilliant orchestra music there <laughs> they've been waiting patiently it is their time to shine so please can you give a nice warm spillet welcome to my special guest for this evening it is dave and laura hello dave and laura Hello Marcus, thank you for having us, what a pleasure. <laughs> it's so nice to see you both. Thank you so much for, uh, for coming on the show and wanting to share your story. It's gonna be an absolute treat. I've been following your your story for a while and uh, it's definitely one that I uh, wanted to share on this platform. So I'm I'm really hoping that you enjoy your experience here on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready though? Cause my guests absolutely love this section. Are you ready? to play a little game with me. Yes,
1: please. Yes. <laughs> All right,
0: for a game. Good, good, good. It is a nice, easy game. It's just a little icebreaker for you. It is This or That. <laughs> That's right. This is the game This or That. It is a nice, easy game to play. Essentially, all you have to do is choose this or that. It is as easy as that. Does that make sense? Yeah. You can both play. And guys at home, when you are watching this live, make sure that you are flooding those comments with your this or that as well. And if you are listening to this on the podcast, obviously I can't see what you're choosing this or that, but feel free to play along as long as, you know, if you're in the car, you're paying attention to the road as well. Make sure that you play along. (laughs) Okay. Let's start. I, I can't wait to see like any disagreements that you guys might <laughs> have. Really, really funny. Uh, but your first question—I'll ask ten questions. Your first one is science or maths?
2: Science.
1: Science.
0: Wait. I—I oh. mean... <laughs> I, I, I have to disagree. It's maths all the way for me. Maths is a universal language.
1: I get it's... to eight and I struggle after that. <laughs> Counted to eight.
0: Done. Uh, Breakfast or no breakfast? No, no breakfast.
1: breakfast.
0: I, I agree, I agree with that one. <laughs> unless I'm like massively hungover, then I have to have breakfast, um, unless I sleep through it, of course.
2: <laughs> but what we should say actually is as healthy dancers, we always have a well-rounded breakfast every morning.
0: Yes, yes, we do. Uh, people know Ooh. as well that I, I also dance outside of doing this <laughs> and I have breakfast every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh white bread or brown bread white what? yeah yeah i agree <laughs> uh, baked potatoes or mashed potatoes
2: oh mashed.
1: <laughs> neither <laughs> what do you mean neither Get chips roast. chips on... oh roast potatoes roast. Oh. oh roast potato yes I'm going to stick with
0: mashed potatoes for me, like always mashed potatoes. Not going to
1: lie, though, definitely just had mash before. Oh,
0: <laughs> nice. I was going to make mash earlier. I was going to make uh, sausage, beans and mash because that's like a triple combo. Like We got these, second.
1: sorry, just we got these sausages, super spicy hot sausages. They actually were like, I was crying. I was actually crying. <laughs> they were that hot yeah
0: love it love it i'm gonna have to get myself some i love spicy food (laughs) uh french fries or burger 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 and french
2: fries
0: (laughs) (laughs) can i have both please i don't want to get rid of one (laughs) i love it uh taco bell or mcdonald's 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 uh I, i'm you're only saying that because you have you have you actually had a taco bell
2: no no No. no.
0: exactly <laughs> i've had a taco bell um uh, so they have one in manchester in the arndale center shout out to the arndale center there uh <laughs> but they have one in the arndale center it is the best thing i've ever tasted in my life like ever so yeah i have to go okay with that. i have to uh, give it a yeah, definitely. You're going to have to go. And next time you're in Manchester, head over to the Ardell Centre and uh, get yourself a Taco Bell. Sweet or sour?
2: Sweet.
1: Sweet.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pringles or Doritos? Doritos. Mmm. Mmm. Mmm.
1: Mm. Mmm. Mm. Mmm. The pop one, Pringles, Pringles. <laughs> the pop one, <laughs> the pop one.
2: Oh well, now we know why Dave's choosing Pringles. <laughs> he loves the pop. Right stop.
0: Uh, the, and, but that is true though, as well with the Pringles. Like, how many times have you had uh, Pringles and you've not, not been able to like walk away from them?
1: <laughs> it's I think like and so you're like, I need more. I haven't had enough.
0: <laughs> I think like with Doritos, like if you get like a big bag of Doritos, you can have like a few and then you just like roll roll it up and then put it away. I could get a big tube of Pringles and I will demolish that big tube of Pringles in one sitting. Like I'll be watching a film or something; they'll be gone before the trailers are finished. Like, yeah, (laughs) Uh, chocolate milk or sorry, milk chocolate or dark chocolate. Milk chocolate. Milk chocolate. Yeah, I don't think anybody eats dark chocolate and can legitimately say they like it i think that i think anybody that says that they are they're just lying to themselves yeah yeah. (laughs) yes amen uh plane or train
2: plane
1: plane
2: the the destination's got to be more exciting on a plane than a train hasn't it
1: that's true although you would see more why would you see more or less on a train Mm. you see it closer on a train than i guess you would on a plane
0: I think you would see. I, I don't know. I think realistically, uh, I, mean, I I'm only going by the times that I've been on a plane. I don't really look what's outside. I think I look outside the window when it's taking off. If I'm on a window seat, uh, I look at. I look at it all when it's taking off. and then when we get to like a certain altitude, I'm like, right, I'm bored now. Let's watch a film. And then I just kind of watch the film until I get <laughs> I'm there. Done like... <laughs> <laughs> We're like, yeah, I'm done now. I'm done now. That's me done. <laughs> um, and then I, and then I watch the the descent. Um, like just to make sure that everything's okay. (laughs) Uh, But I think with the train, I think I sit more looking, like I sit out the window, like look, I don't sit outside of the window, that's weird. Uh, But I sit looking outside of the window, like for a a long journey. I I would do that, I think. But yeah.
2: And we are lucky in Lancashire. We have some really beautiful scenery on some of our train journeys. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Definitely in Lancashire, like a hundred percent. Like the greenery, I love anything that's green. That's weird. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Um, we all love the green. Moving on.
0: <laughs> uh, black or white? Oh.
1: These are colors, by the way, as in colors. <laughs> just to clarify. I've actually just painted my man cave all black, like roof and ceiling is all black. Oh, so nice. it's got to be black. And my new car is black. So it's got to be black. Yeah, all day I black. black.
0: I, I wear so much black. Like, if I go into my wardrobe, everything's black or like dark gray like there's no white <laughs> in there whatsoever uh and then we've got well, last one chinese or italian chinese chinese
1: yeah but then yeah. I, in chinese if it's like the treat meal, but italian on a more regular
2: basis Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah,
0: I get that. I get that. Like I could easily just eat a slice of pizza like every day, but then a, a nice treat is a Chinese, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry. I know the, I know it's this or that and there's me like fully explaining. But like, yeah,
0: you're like thinking way too much into this. You're like going proper deep. Like philosophical. Like, "Oh, I need to be this, this is like life or death situations and I need to be one." <laughs> It's, it's like you literally think that like In reality we're going to actually Take something away from you Which is absolutely genius yeah. and I, absolutely I know he's asking
2: me playing our train But what does he actually mean by playing our train <laughs> What's he
0: up to? Do I win something? Is this what it is? Are you going to award me a holiday? Like, Do I go to Scotland do I go to Mallorca? <laughs> I love it. I can't wait. This episode is going to be absolutely mint. I'm really looking forward to it. That, ladies and gentlemen, was This or That. Okay, that was This or That. Did you enjoy that? Yes. Yeah, that was good fun. Very yeah, good fun. definitely good fun. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that one. I've not laughed like that in a long time. But I, I obviously know you guys. Uh, we've, ch- we've chatted before. However, my viewers and listeners at home may not even know who you are, which is completely bizarre. I mean, you know, have they been living under a rock? <laughs> but for those people who do not know who you are, who the heck are you? Who the
1: heck are you? I'm Dave. <laughs> Sorry, I just had, I had to carry on with the same kind of level. Um, my name's Dave, um, um, and I'm a dance artist uh, based up in um, the northwest, um, doing my thing, busting my move, um, and sharing the love for dance as much as I can. And I'm here with my partner in crime today.
2: <laughs> so I'm Laura. Um, and Dave and I trained together um, to become dance artists at UCLAN, so we've we've been friends for about ten years, which is how we kind of end up working together now. And now I just can't get rid of him, right? <laughs> but anyway, I try and shake him off; he's always just there. But anyway, <laughs> not true, not true. Love you. Um, we uh, so yeah. So we've done a lot of a, a lot of different projects together. Um, we've run cabarets together before. Um, we've done lots of little one-off things. We've worked for the same organization. So I did work for Dance Syndrome. Dave still works for Dance Syndrome. Um just lots of connections along the way. Um we've had lots of trial and error and lots of different business ideas. Um, but it feels like like this one's um the one that is really coming from our hearts, I think. Um well, well mainly Dave's, but I'll let him tell you more about that.
1: Yeah, no, I feel like you're completely right. I feel like I feel like all the other projects before have helped build what this project is or what this has become, what this company has become. And at the moment, it feels like it's like a really mysterious thing, like this company, what is this? Um, So just to give reference to people, um, uh, we set up a company called Lemon Dance, um, and it's all about empowering individuals that may be struggling with mental health and well-being um, or um, maybe isolated. It, it, a, a place where people can reconnect but we and and communicate, but we do that through using dance. Now, that went from being all mysterious to quite deep and meaningful. Um, but uh, the idea is, is that it's fu- just a fun place to come and ha- learn some dance, meet people, um, learn new skills. And just, just realize that maybe we're not so alone because I know sometimes that um in this world we can feel alone even when there's so many people around us. So it's a it's a place for people to just come and share how they might be feeling, but they don't have to necessarily talk. They can show us in a dance, which is just something different and unusual, I guess.
0: I, I love I love that message as well. Like the fact that like you don't have you're not, you know, you're not on your own. There is a there is a community out there for you to go to and be Amongst like-minded people who enjoy the same thing and obviously can express themselves and their feelings through through dance. My question, though, would be: Why is it called lemon dance? It seems a bit random that it's called lemon dance.
1: <laughs> You're completely right. It is it is really random, but it or, but it it does stem from somewhere. But to, to someone who just hears you, like what? So a few year, uh, two years ago, two three years ago, there was. I, I there was I feel like the news was reporting a lot on male suicide and male mental health and just this massive decline it obviously it's always been there throughout history and things, but there just seems to through that f- about three years ago there was just this it was just on the news all the night young men men killing themselves or committing suicide and um this one night uh, I will get to why it's called Lemon dance um this one night this there was a story of this young dancer lad who who killed themselves and it was and he'd written his diary I'm sure that he'd done so because he'd felt alone and I just sat there I was like just cried and I felt so useless and just kind of like what could I do so I thought I can do dance I can I can dance I'll set up a male dance club that dance club a dance group that could give someone like him A chance to share how he might have been feeling but so from that we kind of developed and grew and other people were were feeling the same and that's how Lemon Ladies came about as well and, and Let's Dance because it's something that's really important to me is that I don't become exclusive so it's not just men who are facing poor mental health or, or have mental health issues or anything like that, women have the same. But obviously, it wouldn't be the same for me to run a women's group and be like, women, do this, do that. So that's where our relationship, mine and Laura's, and I spoke and we had that conversation. So anyway, I waffled because I lost my point because I was getting a little bit upset there. But the <laughs> lemon, so on this evening of that story, I got upset and I went into the kitchen and there was this lemon in the corner of the room and it was just bright yellow and it just... It almost just snapped me out of how I was feeling in that moment. It was bright, it was colourful, and it was, well, let's just do Lemon Men. And that's where Lemon Men came from. And then Lemon Dance grew because we want people to share the power of dance, so Lemon and dance. And it just, it, to me, personally, it's the complete opposite of what depression is and, and that grey, to see this big, bright lemon, that, that's, that's where it comes from. Sorry, that got a bit deep. <clears throat> Laura? (laughs) (laughs) But
2: but it's not deep it's it's right well it is deep but um (laughs) you're right in what you're saying and I think that the beauty in what you captured because it came from the heart I think the men that got involved in that first few sessions really felt that and it allowed them to kind of take ownership of that safe space a little bit and know that they were on a journey with you that you weren't actually coming in and going this is how you're going to deal with your mental health it was just here's a space it's a safe one we don't want to talk although we can talk if you want to talk and 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 you've done walks and all sorts based on what the guys have wanted to do but let's just move through it let's use creativity let's use tasks let's look at the words of these emotions and see how we can put that into a movement that might make us feel or feel it out really and that's it's grown organically from that and why that's why so they've got connections with women who wanted like like Dave said he wanted to do a class and then between those two sessions we, we were always responding to what the people who were involved want to do so Lemon Ladies even in the short time it's existed has really changed it's gone from an online session like at one point we were all learning the cha-cha slide for a bit of fun and then it turned into more of a meditative session we were doing you know quite deep meditations and body scans and tuning in with our bodies and maybe a little bit of movement if that happened and at the minute they're really looking at creative tasks and choreography and looking at how we can do that so it's constantly shifting based on what people are asking for what they say they want to work on um, and that's when Lemon Let's Dance kind of came out of that, the mixed session, because you got it ignited this passion within people and they wanted more and they wanted to take it more seriously. And they're like, actually, I want to come and do a full hour and actually dance and learn some new skills. So it's all just grown really organically and we've just kind of gone with it. Um, but I think that comes from it really this moment where where Dave kind of had this light bulb moment or lemon moment, um, <laughs> this bright moment, and, you know, really came from the heart and really opened that safe space up. And, and that's really been the key to unlocking for what, you know, the people we've worked with, a lot of them tell us yeah. it absolutely makes their week and got something to look forward to. And, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it is. It sounds so, so good. And obviously there's a couple of things obviously you've mentioned, which I want to touch on. So obviously the name is uh, Lemon Dance. Obviously I can see it on your t-shirt there. It's called Lemon Dance. Uh, and there's there's obviously the the name there, but you've mentioned the fact that it's not just dance. You've obviously been doing other activities. Would you be able to just talk about some of the other activities that, that, that you've done and other activities that people would be able to expect?
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, we... Um... So we it was as part of a fundraising campaign so we could uh, so we could pay for the space that we were using. Um, and the lads and I, um, this this is the first what the first kind of a- activities that we started doing together. Um, the lads and I sat down and we were like, what what could we do? And we all and, and, and at, the, at the time there were six of us. Um, so we each put our own idea forward and, and me trying to be as inclusive as I could try to use everyone's idea um but we we went for uh, we did the guild, one of the ones was the guild wheel uh, around Preston so we did 21 21- uh, twenty one miles or six of us in in one day around the whole guild wheel, which to some people might you might think oh that that's really easy but it, I found it really difficult and I would consider myself quite fit and healthy um, and, and I think when you take into consideration some of the disabilities and challenges that the, these these men were facing at the time, they absolutely smashed it and we, and we did that we go we, we, we tend to go off to locations like um Avon and Park or miller park and we'll just go it sounds daft but go for a photo shoot and i'll be like we're not gonna do any dancing we're gonna go and just take some photos and just have a laugh and we'll literally just the hours instead of having a dance session we'll just have an hour walk around the park and then take some posed pictures and stuff like that and just have a laugh and chat um we've done um it it was really cute uh we did um a barbecue where where everyone bought something and, and then um we just, we just did a little bit of dancing for the parents and stuff that were there. Um, and then, um, but yeah, just, just at food together and just, uh, and that's something that we're really keen about doing. It's not, not, it not just being about the dance all the time is it's about creating those experience, more, more experience and more of like, um, it sounds cheesy, but that kind of family connection, that kind of bit that you you don't, you're not just giving someone a fiber to do a dance class or, or in our case it's free, but, you, they get they're getting more than just the dance they're getting that kind of experience to go out and do other things which they might not have normally done and to push and challenge themselves which is something i'm always trying to do if we can but to the where they're comfortable obviously i don't want to put anyone in that kind of uh, but, but yeah all kind
2: of giving them the the um whether it's the strength or the knowledge or to go off and do their own things as well which is the really beautiful thing that's come out of this so it's not just you know we've had we've got those stories of people that have unlocked their confidence and have never performed before but perform with us you've got all of that but they're going off and doing their own performances so there's a few who set up their own little company and they did a pantomime performance at Charlie Little Theatre for friends and family and they, they did that totally on their own backs without us um, just made connections within the session and then went off and took it further outside of it and that's that's just, I, that's the stuff I live and breathe for like I love to think that you can just plant that seed and you leave that legacy it's there forever then that you've sparked that passion in someone they've clicked that they've got something they can actually do that gives them joy and that you know that's enough I love that stuff yeah i'm constant you know maybe i give away a bit too much sometimes in that way because i'm just keen to be like you take that you have it i'll leave you to it like (laughs) you know but um yeah it's really great these guys i've I've seen in such a short space of time even since just starting with lemon ladies which wasn't that long ago just over a year ago was it now something like that already seeing huge leaps with people and it's just amazing and it it really is a testament to that safe environment that, that I say you have built, but he'll go well we've built it so okay. <laughs> no
1: you're right we have built it and no yeah uh, no it's amazing
0: you mentioned before about uh the fundraising things that you that you've done and i think you you mentioned it as well the the dance sessions that you've done are are free so obviously the, this does answer my question but i just want you to go into just a little bit more detail so from what i gather you have got fundraising oh you've done fundraising sorry to help pay for the space that you've got and then the, the sessions are free is that right
1: yeah so some something that um, myself and laura have always been really passionate about is that we do believe that dan should be paid for and that but there's plenty of organizations with big money that can pay for that dance. People who are on job seekers allowance on, in, in, not in, in, not, it's not even called that anymore or, on PIP or, you know what I mean? Or who are on government payments or people, people who are just struggling on full time and got kids, they can't afford to, to to go out and go to a dance class. So they're unlikely to be doing their form of exercise or something like that. So, to us, we think it should always be free to a participant to be able to join. So it's that barrier, that um, access to barriers. Um, there's a term, barriers, there's a fancy... Barriers
2: to access,
1: yeah. Yeah, so just just not having that barrier. Because so, for already some people, it's difficult enough to get out of bed. So to come to a dance class and then have to pay for that, to put themselves in that situation. No, that just. So yeah. for me, there's plenty of ways dance could be paid for without asking the participants to foot that bill. Don't get Um, me wrong, though, if they want a T-shirt, they can buy their own (laughs) 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 T-shirt. But the dance, the dance itself should be quality, and if possible, where possible, it should be free. And
2: there's enough barriers to it already without cost being one of them.
1: Yeah, Um, definitely. And
2: and, and we, we don't need to get into how the arts are being stripped, and there's just no importance placed on them, and how, you know, this arts it inspires creativity which doesn't happen that often in our children these days and that's going to create our future um inventors and entrepreneurs and that all comes from creativity you know it it's a very bleak future without the arts but i will go on and on about that all day and and as well like you touched on dave at the minute I mean, what the government will tell you is um, the goalpost for someone living in poverty is not realistic. And far more people who are working full time and not relying on benefits are living in poverty. I mean, the universal credits dropped. Energy prices have doubled at the minute. We're in a dire situation. And if we can just find a way to. I mean, sometimes it means we have to work that little bit harder. We're doing those extra bids. We're doing that extra bit of fundraising. We're looking for those organisations that might give us 500 quid or a grand here and there um, that we can apply for quickly because, you know, we work jobs as well. This is something we do outside of our everyday jobs and it's a very fine balancing act, but we should be the ones to be putting that work in, not, you know, not the people who want to come along to try and find that fiver. We we can do a bit of that. And we're lucky we have another director, Sean, who comes along and supports us in lots of events um, and he we'll do a lot of our funding bids for us. And then I'm, I am I work in a position where I get a lot of pots that cross my desk. I end up seeing a lot of different funding pots that are out there, so I can kind of go, oh, these ones will work. Um, so between us, we're quite well-placed. I mean, that's not... I, we'll you'll speak to so many dance organisations that we'll, I can hear them now going you can't live by, it's not sustainable and no it isn't but what we've got to keep doing is talk to the people who hold purse strings making them realise the importance of this work making them realise the importance of paying for it you know, social prescribers are, are getting put in place, they're learning more and more how to do that all the time and if we start talking to people like the social prescribers there's some money there to get people into these classes if they're in touch with them and Um, it's about having those conversations, keep chipping away at that and hopefully we won't have to one day keep sustaining it by £501,000 bids and constantly working and running that um, hamster wheel. Um, (laughs) but But right now, that's what we'll do if it means that we can keep it free for participants.
1: Yes.
2: That. Um, I absolutely pre- love sober. it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I absolutely love that. And it resonates so much with like my core beliefs and what I believe in and things like that. I mean, I, uh, it's, no sh- it's no It's no, it's uh, no secret that people who know what I do outside of, everything else that i do so one of the things that i do is i run a dance exercise class and it's not just a dance exercise class it is a mental health check-in center as well so people can come along to the uh, the dance exercise class and then they can have like a one-to-one coaching session with myself but i have prided myself on, and obviously for yourselves it's, it's completely different i I have to charge because obviously the the, the, the rent. Um, however, I prided myself on keeping the lowest price that I possibly feasibly can because I've always been under the impression that you shouldn't have to pay to have fun and to have that, that support network and to build that community up. Like you shouldn't have to pay out of the air for that. And there's been many other... I won't say the names, but there's other dance exercise classes and sen- uh, sessions and stuff that charge you so much money just to go and have. And they advertise, "Oh, you're coming to have fun." Is well, I'm having to pay like five, six, seven pounds like for an hour's worth of that fun. And I've like tried to keep it as low as I can. One of the things that I did, uh, which I won an award for was during the uh, during the first lockdown and obviously uh, th- and thereafter, I moved all of my sessions online and I wanted it to be an accessible platform. There was other organizations who were charging people to go onto a Zoom session. And I went onto Facebook Live because I knew it was free and that people could just jump on and they could do 15 minutes if they wanted to. They could do a half an hour, they could do the full hour, but it was free and it was a way for people just to be active at home during the lockdown. Uh, and that's where my core beliefs are that you- things should be things like that are important as important as this should be easily accessible and they shouldn't have that massive charge it, it should just be easily accessible to absolutely everybody i mean spill it is a, is a, is another thing this little platform that i've got here it, i do this and i don't pull any money from it whatsoever you know it's not like people have to charge to uh, to come and watch spill it or whatever but it's giving people that, that that opportunity to talk about the things that they need to talk about but then also for the viewers and the listeners at home they They're experiencing something new. The three core pillars of Spillet are to connect people together, inspire others, and help people learn something new. And I want that to be. Free and accessible to absolutely everybody. If I pull no money from this whatsoever, which you know I don't, it's, people think like I make absolutely thousands upon thousands of pounds doing this, and I don't. Like it's not like that whatsoever. <laughs> um, but I do this in, in my own free time because I want to give people that opportunity to learn something, and maybe if it helps one person, then I've done the job. And I'm and I'm sure that you guys feel the exact same, Laura. You touched on it then, like you know that that whole where you feel like you have inspired somebody that is enough to keep you going. And I'm exactly the same with that. And I can't commend you enough, like both of you for for the things that you do, especially with Lemon Dance. It's absolutely, you are two little godsends. Um, hey. So yeah, thank you for like absolutely everything that you do. Um, Cause it's, it, you know, it, it's brilliant. Um, have either of you done anything like this before?
2: Um, I think that we've, well, yeah. Yes and no. That's difficult. <laughs> because I, think, I think all the separate aspects of what it is we have done, but never all at the same time before. Mm. So it, it kind of feels familiar, but actually it's it's completely different. I don't know whether you feel that, that way, Dave.
1: No, I, do, I I do feel the same, and I feel I feel like um, since leaving uni, I feel like we've done we've done this type of work for a lot of different organisations, and we and maybe have been lost along the way through the organization take because obviously if you work for a company then you work for that company it's that company that gets recognized for the work that was achieved um so i think i think yeah we we both have done this work Uh, like we've got the experience required to have this work but this is now us showing us showing the world that this is what we have been doing almost does that make sense at all yeah, yeah does. we're not doing so. I'll take that as a yes. Yeah, yeah. I think just
2: we've, we've, between us, we've gotten a, quite a really wide range of experiences. So, Dave's been working with dance and disabilities for, gosh, I don't know, seven years now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something
2: like that. Um, I started in that, but I moved on to more health settings. So, just before I started the job I've got now, I was working in a secure unit, um, a, a secure CAMS unit. Taking in um, music, dance, and um, what was it? Music, dance, and film, um, and and then running satellite sessions off of that. So working in that in that real health environment, and I think, and then also doing you know the little community projects, the after school clubs, and all that sort of thing. And I think that's what it is: is when you're doing those projects for other people, you get all that experience, but you're also you only ever get a taste of doing the stuff that you're really passionate about. You'll get a little taste of it and then you'll have to move on to something else because ultimately it's not your agenda, it's it's the organization's agenda. And, and, and I'm not saying that they're not coming from a good place, but, you know, there's certain things that make you tick, isn't there? Yeah. Um, so I think what that's what feels so different about it now is we can really just focus on what we're passionate about, which is the people. We just focus on the people.
1: <laughs> what yeah. do you guys want? Right. We'll yeah.
2: make it happen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You mentioned like obviously things that you've done previously with uh, with regards to like say after school clubs or whatever I, we've not really touched on age ranges for lemon dance is uh, you've talked about obviously lemon ladies and you've talked about obviously the, the the men's side of things is it something that that kids are involved with have you expanded on that?
1: Future so
2: future.
1: <laughs> that's it's fu- it, it is future but it's actually becoming into our present at the moment in, in our let's dance session we've just had a young lad join um with his dad and they and they're just incredible the energy that they both bring um and you'd expect them to be so close together they're off they're working on their own and that so our age we we're, it's a gray area with the age limit because we're still learning what the correct procedure is. And just to go a little bit deep into this, I guess, for cross-generational companies. So what happens when, obviously, we've you've got younger ones with people over 18 and just checking that everyone's safe and secure along that. But um, as long as I think we're clear and transparent and we go through that journey as we have done with what we've been doing, then I think... I think we'll be fine with that. Sorry, that was random. It was another
2: really organic thing, though, because it's something we talked about. We talked about Little Lemons. I mean, that's not definitely going to... But we've talked about oh, it. Oh, what it. a good name! I love it! I know <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have said that, So I? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's out there now.
1: It, it's Quick, out there. Copyright,
2: copyright. <laughs> um, but, no, we talked about... It because my background's massively in working with young people. Huge. Um... And it just feels like, you know, as soon as you're dealing with people, you're then dealing with their families. And especially if we've got kind of, like you said, dad. it came around organically because dad was coming, son wanted to come along, you know, and that, you know, in that, dad's got responsibility for the son and that's okay if, if it becomes more and more young people with us then we're gonna have to look at <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah. <laughs> but-, but it's something I am really is- sorry yeah. just to jump on that I'm so keen I would love to have a cross-generational company that's yeah. like fully inclusive um just yeah that that would be the dream that would be the dream but the only thing that stopped me from it is the legalities of it and making sure everybody's safe because obviously that's it well that's it
2: that's it (laughs) and I think again you've got to take a view haven't you like you just said so in lemon men and lemon ladies wouldn't wouldn't be appropriate to have children in the room because I think I think we could we could people do really open up about you know not not every week I mean don't get me wrong we're not all sat there crying every week and telling everybody our deepest darkest secrets but every now and again really personal things come out Or, you know, we've created pieces from really personal experiences and not that that's translated through, we don't tell you what that's what that piece is about, but there's a journey that happens there with that person and it's a very sensitive one and I I think it takes a certain environment. But let's dance. I just think I'm with you on that cross-generational and it's another barrier for some people. What do I do with the kids for that hour that I want to just come and have a laugh? Bring them and have a laugh, you know, they love it. And I think... We forget, actually, how much benefit there is with young people spending time with adults and vice versa. Yeah, um, So many adults need to remember their inner child. We lose it as we get. Well, I haven't ever in this day, that's why we do what we do. But a lot of people do, and it's sad. We shouldn't ever totally lose that inner child. We need to embrace it. It it helps our mental health massively. So there's huge benefits in that kind of cross generational work. And I am waffling on now, so <laughs>
1: when I can waffle.
0: <laughs> Love it, because obviously one of the things that you'd be able to do, obviously if you are looking at your younger class, if you will, or your younger sessions, like one of the good things that you'd be able to do, even if you were like not doing it as of yet, and it was just an idea that you had, uh, was to do, would be to do like workshops and stuff in schools where you'd be able to you know, get, like, do something, and then maybe, if, 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 for example, there was, like, an hour that you could do, like, a little bit of performance, if you will, but then having that one-to-one session with people, or, you know, group sessions, or, or whatever, where they come up with their own little stuff, and going around with, going around skills, because I know that skills would absolutely love something like that, and you, like, this echoes back to what you were saying before, Laura, with the arts, you know, th- Schools need something like this. They need to, you know, get people out and about and 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 doing something to do with the arts. But a lot of people in schools, and I'm going, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of the way that I was back in school, or you know, people that I know, and I, I work with kids at the minute as well. And some of the things that they enjoy doing is express their feelings through the arts. And to be able to do something like that in a workshop in schools would obviously unlock that potential with them as well is that something mm.
1: that you would consider in the future? Oh yeah, definitely. I would definitely be interested in doing something like that. I know I know that I know that um our conversations have led more to with with the with the, the little is, is it not is is it being more like a, a, a group again, but it actually lends it does it, it does lend itself to be a workshop that could travel through schools. Maybe Marcus has just given us the perfect idea. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, you, you can have could that here for free. I'll let you have that. <laughs> come here again. Um, but no, um, I think I think that I think that would be a lovely way to to develop it. And then you're not not only are they are they are we keeping kids active as well, but you're you're also getting them to talk about the big questions of like mental health and how are you feeling, how how can you express yourself. So yeah, I love that. So yeah, we'll do that. <laughs>
0: I've got loads of ideas swilling around this head of mine, uh, which we'll we'll discuss off air. But yeah, I, one of the questions that I wanted to ask you, which uh, kind of links very, very well, it's, nice. it's a nice little uh, segue. Have you done or are you going to be doing live events? Like, for example, like not like a flash mob, if you will, but by like things like out and about so then people can see what's going on.
1: Well, just to jump on the not like a flash mob. We've just did <laughs> we've, a flash mob. We've actually just done a flash mob. Wow, um, oh that's
0: amazing! It, it was, <laughs> um,
1: and what? Um, it was it was great. It was really it, it was. We we were very nervous about doing it because um, I think we read an article. It was like. Are flash mobs even cool? It, it, are even cool to do anymore? They're so two thousand or something. We were like, flash mobs are cool. Anyway, no, it was a really lovely and amazing experience. We got to meet so many new faces who 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 who, uh, who came to the. So it was um sorry, it was a flash mob in association with Lancashire County Council who gave us some funding to promote this year's World Mental Health Day on the 9th of October. And what we promote and what we put forward as an idea is that we would run several workshops up until the date and teach people, whoever wanted to join this session, a flash mob. Um, And then the idea was, is that we just perform it on the day and it was just this mass of people all wearing bright yellow on a cloudy October day day. Bang! There's just this brightness of joy and happiness, and that is exactly what we achieved. And just we we got to meet some new faces. The people who were already interacting with Lemon Dance got to meet other people who were doing, say, just Lemon Men, and it was it was a really lovely experience. And the feedback that we got from that was was just lovely. So yeah, you know, overall, it was just it was ace. And talking about future what's coming up um in terms of um, live events we have a performance evening coming up on the 30th of november at the moment but it might be the 31st we need to double check <laughs> uh, uh, just because there's been a slight double booking but we're going to double check but it's a live performance evening and it's going to be the first opportunity for our groups to share as as individual as, as individual groups but as a collective company if you will un- under the lemon dance branding the lemon men have been working on a piece uh, the lemon ladies have been working on something beautiful um because we've seen the lemon men it's kind of like oh we've seen you i mean it's still it's still amazing but we're like but the lemon ladies are going to be sharing their first piece and it is gorgeous our let's dance as well our mixed gender group are going to be able to mix but what's lovely about that evening is we've also been able to get some guest organizations to come in so we've got got lpm uh, who are going to come in and share some a piece of work that they've done a company called Dance syndrome are going to share ha, uh, have one of their groups are going to come and perform there as well yeah it's just lovely and it just kind of again grow organically for having those people involved and engaged in that so yeah laura got linking, us, sorry. In,
2: linking into that for future because i'm going to forget if i don't say it now okay. <laughs> um, is, um with the lemon ladies uh, we've We've, we've managed, well, actually, it was through the flash mob, wasn't it? We've actually to, managed to build quite a good relationship with the dance course at UCLan. And the reason that is amazing is because I know I was desperate to leave Preston to go to uni. I was desperate. I would have gone I would have anywhere. I just want to get away from Preston. But I wanted to do community dance. And the only course that had anything to do with community within it was UCLan. So I still invest in. But so they've got some, some thir- third years who are about to do their community project who want to learn more about community dance because it's something that I didn't know existed for such a long time. You think of dance, you think, well, I'm only going to have a career if I'm a five, six, seven, eight or on a cruise ship. or And it's just not the truth. That There's such massive health benefits. Won't go on about that. But um, so th- their students are getting involved and they're looking at using it for their community projects. They're learning from it. One of them is using testing out some choreography ideas through the Lemon Ladies, you know, testing out some tasks and things, seeing if it works the way she's imagining it, but in a safe space because I'm still there to support. And um, so future as well, I think for me, and, and going back to what I was saying before about leaving that legacy, is I'd really like to think that there could be some sort of um, pathway through in that kind of way. Um, that we that we can do that for students, that we can and we'll we're, we're at plungey, we're right next door, they're at the media factory. So we're right there. Mm. Um and i just i'd like to think that link can just get stronger and stronger and it can be a bit of a pathway for some community experience that's something
1: sorry that's something that we've been quite keen on saying from the beginning as well if it was possible is that we make sure that like when we get to that place that of maybe being able to go out to schools or or is that um, it, it's not just work for me and Laura that we can get more artists, more work, more regular, current work. So that's something that really excites us both. Laura, obviously, was saying about how 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 that op- uh, um, maybe the opportunity to hand over Lemon Ladies, but that that's something that I think we really hope for in that we can maybe. I don't want to say it, but it's kind of like a franchise, I guess. Kind of like a mini kind of franchise. And I, would, I mean, I guess the, the dream would be like Lemon Men, um, London Lemon Men island you know like lemon dance all over the place but really the message is just i
2: just just love that projection in the last few minutes i'm sorry we went from talking about immediate future to our fundraiser at the end of november to like big 10-year plan franchise (laughs) i love it there is no limits whatsoever
0: (laughs) i love it absolutely love it now you've mentioned the uh, flash mob that you've recently done is there video footage of this that people be able to see
1: Yes, there is indeed. You can check out the video footage from our uh, Facebook page and on our website. It is on the website as well. Just at the bottom, if you scroll down on our little gallery, you should be able to find it on the website as well. Um, so yeah, definitely give our Facebook a page, give our give, give our Facebook page a look because there's so much, so much to to look at and see what we get up to and and um, yeah, just. Facebook page is where we're at. That's where we kind of keep our base at the moment until we're ready to go. Right, let's get some more social media platforms on the go. But at the moment, we're uh, we're Facebooking.
0: <laughs> so Very yeah. Nice. If, yeah
1: for totally anybody
0: sorry. that wants to uh, so for anybody that wants to watch the video of uh, the lemon dance flash make sure that you check so, uh, Spill It's social hub that's over on Facebook and I'll post a video of that so you'll be able to see, uh, see it from there and yeah. also if you are listening to this on the Spillet podcast wherever you're streaming from if you just uh, check the show notes you'll be able to see a link and that'll take you directly uh, to the video footage so you can watch The Lemon Dance Group do their thing uh, on a flash mob. So make sure you check the show notes for that as well. With regards to... I got, I've got a couple more questions for you, so you're not going anywhere until I finish. No, no, this, this okay. is from
2: the flash mob. We were, we were really finger Okay.
0: <laughs> um, with I didn't regards... realise how
2: that would look, actually.
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought you were just saying goodbye. So for, for, for the uh, for the listener at home, as I was talking through that section about the uh, the show notes and everything, the <laughs> Dave and Laura were both were both basically like waving their arms, and I thought that they were basically just going to leave, <laughs> uh, but no. <laughs> they're still here they're still here you're not going anywhere <laughs> one of the questions that i have for you is how did because uh, obviously we're, we're still in the middle of a pandemic and i'm just wondering how the pandemic <laughs> or co- like how the COVID restrictions and all of that like how that has affected or how did it affect uh, your organization
1: well when COVID hit the first time we we were only running lemon men at that point So what we did, and much like yourselves and I think a lot of other organizations, we moved to doing the session online. The only thing that affected us is is that we found online it was harder to keep the attention for as long. We kind of found it a little bit like... I don't know. there was it. Was hard. It was hard at first. Uh, we found we found our stride with it, but no, I think the, t- the time was the main thing. But you know, we went online with uh, with the Lemon Dance, and and that's actually how Lemon Lady started online, which I kind of love. I kind of love that because uh, there's another project that I'm doing, and it, and it started online, and now has gone to be in a physical space session. And I just think, I think that's that's awesome. I personally. Like, I know not everyone's like, I love it. Like, as soon as it comes on, I'm like, hello, hello. (laughs) I think I'm on telly. Like, I love it. It's amazing. I love teaching. I love the fact that I can literally be downstairs with my feet up like this, slippers on. And literally three minutes run upstairs, put my speaker on. I'm like, let's go. Bang. And just start <laughs> teaching. It. It's amazing. But no, yeah. Yeah, we 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 went on Zoom and then as soon as we could, literally as soon as we could, we we started doing some sessions outdoors. So what we did is we went like every other week, we did a session outdoors and we picked a location each to where like everybody lived. So we, we got to see a lot of Preston that way. And then it was kind of fair for travel for everyone because like everyone comes from different places. So it would just make it a bit more fair. And then so we started doing And then as soon as we could, like literally as soon as we could, we were like, let's get back indoors. We were just like indoors. We were socially distanced. Um, but as soon as we could, we were back in. And it was just amazing. Just amazing. I hope we never have to do that again.
2: Yeah. Ever. I mean, it is interesting actually that Lemon, da- Lemon Ladies and Let's Dance both started online, didn't they? And then came into the physical world. Was...
1: Uh, the reason why I didn't say let's is I couldn't remember if we did do any online. We did do it online we did. First.
2: <laughs> So We did. That's and the reason why
1: I didn't say uh, I was like because <laughs> we
2: were umming and ahhing about what to do, especially about Lemon Ladies, because everybody just kind of came from all over. We had people from Lancaster and Manchester. And, oh, yeah, even
1: my mum from Western yeah. Superman. <laughs> then you
2: start to go, oh, well, if we put this on in a physical space, I'll... Our- are we going to have enough people and actually we, we we kind of had to for one very few times in order to make a decision that we've took a step back and gone well actually what's best for us to do what do we how do we think we can be the most effective and mm-hmm. we just thought do you know what? let's put it in a physical space people will come and that's what's happened people are traveling from Chorley and um, Manchester and Blackburn and it's just great it's brilliant
0: I love that. I, I, I yeah, it, it's great that it's, it's built. Obviously, th- those two little projects that you had started online and, and now look at them. It's, it's so nice to see that, you know, what started in, in the midst of this uh, pandemic has really grown and flourished into, into what they are today. Yeah. How how can people, uh, If they are listening to this at home or they're watching this at home, how can people get involved if they wanted to uh, either participate or even like, you know, volunteer for yourselves?
1: If a person wanted to join a session, well, actually join or be a volunteer. The best way would probably be straight direct messages on Facebook or send us an email at hello, uh, hello at... Lemondance.org. Um, and you can literally just send us an email anytime. And obviously, at a reasonable time, we'll reply. Because uh, um, I was on there the other day. I was on our website, and um, it's really cool. Uh, my phone pops up saying, Someone is on your website. And then I, I look, it's like in Texas, America. And I was like, I wonder what they're doing. I was like, I hope they don't message me now because it was like a really random time in the morning. Um, but yeah, message through the messages. Um, so, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Facebook uh, message. Oh, hello at le- <laughs> Lemon <lemondance.org. laughs> Um Oh yeah, that's the, best, the best, way. best way.
1: Is a Facebook message. Yeah, um, and uh, there's just something that I wanted to say. Um, sorry, what we what we've done with our lemon with our groups is we're really really cautious to make sure that the groups are not walk in. You can't just walk in on the street off a weekly basis and just go, I'm going to join this session, which you may think, oh, that's exclusive. But you have to also think about the mentality and the well-being of the original participants and what that can do. So what we like to do is a person message us and say they're interested in joining the group so that we can then prep the group already so they know and then everybody knows the new person joining and the group already that someone might come into the space next week as a new body. And then and then what we've done with that as well is we've put a cap limit on our sessions. So each session is a maximum of, so each session is a maximum of 12, which might sound a lot for some companies and might sound like not a lot to other companies. Um, but what we, what we want to make sure is really important is that it's always user led and that you can see every individual and that, every individual feels like they've been seen when they join a session so that, that's, that's messages the short version and that's the reason why
0: <laughs> and again for the viewers and listeners at home if you check the show notes uh, you'll be able to see the contact information and also if you check the spilly website www.spillit.uk, you'll be able to find a quick link that takes you directly there as well so make sure that you check both of those well say for example uh, this is my this is my last uh, my last written down question. I've been making notes all the way through. so this is my last written down question for you. But say for example, because obviously you mentioned the fact that from the get-go that this was all about people's mental health and and wanting to to do more and support people, etc. What advice would you give to someone who may be feeling quite vulnerable, maybe on their own, uh, especially as we're coming into the winter months as well as we know depression rates are the highest uh, and suicide rates are the highest. Over the winter months, because people feel isolated and they feel on their own, and I'm just wondering what advice you would give to people who may be feeling on their own. And uh, you know, what would you say?
1: I I guess for me, I would say just keep trying and keep reaching out. Like, if you hit if you hit a, a dead wall or a robot on the phone, and that's not what you need, just keep reaching out. Just keep trying. Like. And I know that can that that can be what's the hardest thing for some people is that 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 tiredness and that just oh why do I feel like I'm fighting all the time? But just keep fighting because you will find that right service or that right person to pick up that phone or that service that you join Lemon Dance and then, um, that will help you through what you're going through. So just keep reaching out. That would be my advice. That's
2: exactly what I was gonna say, connect because you be and i think that world mental health day event really raised this for me is how few members of the public actually know what organisations there are out there to support them because it's one thing we are blessed with in lancashire is a really strong vcfse organisation so sorry voluntary charity faith um and, and yes yeah, so we're blessed with a really strong network. So, Preston's got Preston Wellfest network, and that's all like recovery organizations. We're part of it. Lancashire County Council when it, Preston City Council support it. Um, there's NHS BODs in there. So, there are these networks out there, and more and more from the public sector, there's recognition that they cannot bridge the gaps of health inequalities without relying on these organizations. It's not possible. The money's not there, the resource isn't there, you know. So more and more they're starting to work together and there are organizations out there who definitely would rather sit and listen to you talk to them about their problem about your problems for half an hour or sit and stare at them and not talk to them if that's what you need then would hear about you having harmed yourself or, or something else having happened to you there are so many people out there who are willing to help you know and like I said they are being supported by the council I work for a community projects team. Reach out to your local council, your district council or your county council, whoever it may be. They will have this information somewhere. We're lucky here. We've got an organisation called Our Lancashire who list a lot of these groups on their website. So that's a really good, like, directory to kind of go and look on if you think I'm in this location and I want to sing you can type those two things in and it'll tell you how many groups are in that um, kind of area so yeah connect there are so many people out there who can help and you don't have to always pay for it and that I know it's a lot of our services have got these massive long waiting lists but they're all they're not all means tested in that way they're not all on a referral basis there will be something just look for it
0: yeah. Thank you for, for sharing that. Is there anything that we haven't discussed that you would like the opportunity to discuss now?
1: Uh, I feel like we've done pretty well because <laughs> I'm i a good waffler so we've probably gone everywhere but I would I don't know, uh, I, I'd like to just do like a shout out to my husband Sean because uh, he is also the di- uh, the director of this company and I guess without his support, this wouldn't have got half of where it's got to. Because, I mean, me and Laura have have put our all into it, but he's put a lot of himself into it, all whilst trying to do a master's degree at the same time and having the stress of a full-time job and me. Uh, So, yeah, (laughs) just a shout out to him and just all that he does as well. So, Yes,
2: thank you, Sean. Showing music.
0: <laughs> that takes us round about to the end of the show. Have you had fun today, guys?
1: Yeah. Lots of fun. I've loved it. Loved it. It's been really good. Brilliant.
0: Well, before I let you go, there are a couple of things I need from you. Have you got some final thoughts for my viewers and listeners at home today?
1: Laura, what's your final thoughts? Final
2: thoughts? Hmm. <laughs> I think for me it is that it's that connect, connect, reach out, look for these organizations. You know, it might not be dance, um, it might be something else. Um, but I have I, I do want to say actually, as a final thought, is don't think you can't dance. I'm not going because I can't dance, I've got no rhythm. That is not what we are about. We are creative. We use tasks, we encourage their ideas and more and more I'm having conversations with people to say, you can see they want to offer a movement and they don't think it's valuable. And it always is valuable. It always is. Um, so just, yeah, just come and try and experience it and and it'll blow your mind.
1: It'll blow your mind. <laughs> no, nah, that's perfect. I, I think my final thoughts are exactly the same. <laughs> it's easy Yeah. As that. <laughs>
0: It was very well articulated, to be fair, Laura. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Now, at the end of every episode, I give my guests the opportunity to give a quote. Now, it can be something that they stand by, live by. It could be something that they've heard that they just really like, or it could be something that they've made up and they think, you know what? This is now how I'm going to live my life. And I'm just wondering if you guys have got a quote for me and my viewers and listeners today, and if you'd be able to expand on that quote and tell us all why that quote is important to you.:
2: When life gives you lemons,
0: make, make dance,
2: dance. dance.
1: <laughs> yeah, You can tell we definitely didn't rehearse that whatsoever. <laughs> you were like, And I was like, <laughs> 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 Yes, <Yeah>, love) <that>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: As you can see, we're not the coolest kids in class by any stretch of the imagination. Don't feel intimidated. (laughs) No, but I think Dave actually summed up this really well. It's where it came from. It's where the whole thing came from, is Dave saw this bright lemon after that moment of um, darkness and thought, do you know what I can do? I can dance. And that's what I'm going to do for people. And everybody can everybody can get something from it you know movement is so powerful um and i you know people always say don't don't let people tell you that you have to be good at something to do it not everything Mm -hmm. has to become a profession or be put on show some things it's totally fine just to do it for the joy of it and that can be Mm -hmm. so powerful
1: Yes. Yes. Again, just stop it, Laura. No, it's
2: perfect.
1: Perfect. And it's just this, this, this phrase, this little quote. It just—it's exactly what our. Our ethos it, it our ethos is it says exactly what it needs to. When life is hard, just make dance, make shapes, bust it out. You know what I mean? It, it says exactly what it is, but it's cheeky. It's cheeky. And we've, and I think I, I'd love to know where it came from because I definitely have heard it somewhere else. I'd love to know who made it up, well, the actual original.
2: The actual one is when life gives you lemons, make lemonade, isn't
1: it? Yeah, um, but I feel like I've heard this one before. Can I just be like, it was me? I don't know. I made think. it.
2: You made just this Just it. Just
1: be like, yeah, I did it. I'm this is it. mine. It's just, these are quotes. What, are going to have days. someone
2: write in from New Zealand now going, I did this five <laughs> years ago and
1: <laughs> I know. Well, we, we could put it as a quote. Find out who made this quote. <laughs> Where did this quote if originate if from? Lem-
2: I wonder if we can get a lemon up for Bird of the Year next year
0: hey there you go get a lemon up for bird of the year and guys at home if you're listening and watching this at home right now uh if you can find out like if this quote it already exists in the ether uh then drop me an email and then i'll uh, i'll share it onwards as well we can uh, we can all discuss but i think i think you'll be i think you'll be fine i reckon you could just get away with saying that i i made this up
1: this is, this is- i made this up this is completely mine i'm gonna smash yeah. it over a load of t-shirts now yeah love it yeah. Um,
0: it. And, and I love, I love it. Cause obviously if you look at, if you look at like the, the, the lemon as a, as a, a, a as it is on the inside, you might feel a little bit bitter and a little bit sour and a little bit, ugh, like, cause nobody likes, you know, Nobody likes the inside of a lemon. Let's be honest; you're not going to just come through it. But like, say for example, like your feelings—like they might be—they might be quite icky on the inside. Like you might be feeling quite icky, but on the outside, you—you know—you can—you can really shine. You can be really, really bright. Um, and also with regards to the lemon, give it a bit of a mixer, and uh, everybody's fine. Everybody's <laughs> happy. So you know, mix it, mix in with other people, mix in with other organisations, other other communities, and other people, and you'll be just fine.
2: Yeah. totally stealing that though on the inside you can be a bit bitter but on the outside you can still shine yeah
0: yeah <laughs> get it on
2: the website dave love it.
0: Love <laughs> it. absolutely love it thank you so much for coming on the show it has been an absolute treat having you both on yeah i i have no words it's been an absolutely <laughs> brilliant oh. experience so yeah no thank you, no, so, thank so, you, thank you
1: so much yeah no sorry yeah sorry nice one it's been an absolute pleasure really nervous nervous like a leaf before but you eased us it and absolutely perfect really love it i hope i hope the viewers enjoy as well because that and i hope more than anything that we like you said if we get to one person even one person reads this or sees this and passes it to someone or but yeah no thank you so much yeah hopefully yeah ah, i'm gonna no stop uh- <laughs> you can do this
2: now. <laughs> yeah, you can do
0: that now because it, it is now time. And for the listeners at home, they are just repeating the hand movements that they, they did before to say goodbye. <laughs> and you are now officially allowed to say your goodbyes.
2: Oh, thank yeah. you so much, Marcus. Thank
1: you. Really yeah, so appreciate much. it. No nice bye-bye. one. Bye, See you Bye soon. everyone. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye. Wow, what an
0: amazing episode. I'm sure that you'll agree. That well, was absolutely fantastic. I have laughed. I nearly got upset. I've had ideas. <laughs> it's all happened here in the Spillet fold today. <sighs> Next week on Spillet, I am going to be speaking to. Now, this is a returning guest. He was part of a trio. He's now here on his own. It is Christopher coming from the, actually, if you remember the Growth House, he will be here. So, Chris will be here. And the episode is called Big Strong Man, talking about toxic masculinity talking about how men are made to feel a certain type of way, or they're made to uh, they are made to think that they have to act a certain type of way and not allowed to talk about their emotions, about their feelings, etc. And Chris will be talking about his experience in toxic masculinity and all of those emotions that come with that. So make sure that you stay tuned for that next week. That is going to be absolutely an amazing episode. I absolutely adore Chris. Uh, so yeah, he's going to be on the show as of next week. My name is Marcus Wright. When I don't do this, I run a life coaching business called MW Coaching. It is a way for you to stand out of your own way if you're suffering with imposter syndrome, uh, which is basically you feeling that you aren't worthy of praise. You aren't worthy of that promotion at work. You aren't worthy of the good things that happen in your life. Well, I'm here to tell you that you are worthy of it. You are worthy of those feelings and those emotions and you are worth it. So if you want to get involved in that, all you have to do is head over to the Spillit website, www.spillit.uk, and you'll be able to be part of the MW coaching service that I offer. There you go. <laughs> For more information on everything to do with Spill It, all you have to do, as I say, is just head over to the website. It's as easy as that. www.spillit.uk and... You'll be able to do things like support me and the work that I do here at Spillet. You'll be able to, as I say, see all of the upcoming guests, everything to do with Spill It, but you'll be able to support me. There are two different ways that you can support me on the website. The first one is by leaving reviews. Okay, so you can leave reviews. There's links to all the different sites. You can leave a review. Five stars, please. You know, if you enjoyed it, five stars. If you didn't enjoy the show or you don't enjoy the episodes that I do, you know, just don't leave a review. Just go on by. Go about your day. Uh, Don't leave a review. (laughs) I enjoy the five star reviews as we all do. But yes, there are other ways that you can support me as well. You can become an official Patreon by joining the Patreon account over on there and you'll be able to become an official little teacup of mine where you get access to bonus episodes. You'll be able to get extra discounts off merchandise and you get a little postcard from me in the post. Just saying, hey, hey, what's up? What are you up to? <laughs> We're good to have a little conversation. Uh, but yeah, all of that and more over on the official Patreon. It is just two pounds per month. That is it. And also, you'll be able to buy merch. Uh, I've got loads of merch available. We've got spilled beanie hats. We're into the winter months now as well, so you can get, you know, keep your little noggin warm by buying a little spilet beanie. I've also got hoodies available. A little bit of merch. There we go. I'm wrapping one of the uh, one of the hoodies right now. You can get them. You can get t-shirts as well. All of that and pin badges and more over on the merch store. So make sure you go and check that out. If you've got any questions about tonight's episode, if you want to be involved in the Spill It episodes that we've got coming up, or you just want to, you know, give me a bit of a shout out or whatever, you know, feel free to email me, marcus at spillit.uk and we'll, we can have a conversation over there. You know, feel free to, I'm, I'm, I'm happy about having a conversation with you. Do what you can. It's fine. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> And there we go that's it that's the end of the episode thank you so much to everybody at home for listening to this and for those who are listening to this on the podcast thank you so much for tuning in yet again to another episode of spill it it has been an absolutely amazing one i'm sure that you will agree and until we spill it again it's bye for now